Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411, connecting timeless wisdom with modern science to bring you four thoughts, one quote, and one answer to help you optimize your breath and life. So let's jump straight into thought number one, applying the lungs elegant structure to all aspects of our lives. And we'll start with a quote, while the heart has dense striated muscle and the brain its conglomerated networks of communicating neurons, the lung is a thin, graceful structure of interconnecting fibrous tissue that is beautifully held together with a foamy substance that lubricates its functions in a quiet and effortless manner. It is an organ of elegance, not brute strength. End quote. And that is Michael J. Stephen, MD, from his book, Breathtaking. And I just love that. Just think about this. Our most important organ is designed to be graceful and flexible, to be of elegance, not strength. And I think that's something for us to consider in all aspects of our lives. I'll let you think about that while I move on to thought number two, practical over perfect, a simple way to start a breathing or meditation session. Quote, Breath priming means you take a few conscious breaths to set up the flow of breathing. We prime our breath so it can function at a higher level. End quote. And that is from the book Breath Walk by Guru Charan Singh Khalsa, PhD, and Yogi Bhajan, PhD. And I just love this idea of priming our breath, and it's something I use every single day. And it's super simple to do. Here's how you do it. You pick a breath that will set you up for whatever you're about to do. So for me... Um, I use alternate nostril breathing before I do like a meditation, like a mindfulness of breathing meditation, or if I'm just doing my slow breathing practice, I start with a couple minutes of alternate nostril breathing. Other good options are breath of fire, humming, like a humming bee breath, or a few physiological sighs, among others. There's tons of different things you could do to kind of set up your practice. Then you do this practice for one to three minutes approximately, then you start your session. That's all there is to it. Just something to kind of warm you up before you go into what you're actually going to do. And in my opinion, we don't need to add more time for this. For example, if I do a 10 minute meditation, I use two minutes for this breath priming practice for me, alternate nostril breathing, and then eight minutes for meditation. I choose practical over perfect every time. I think we should all do that, right? Let's not make it more difficult than it needs to be. time is already probably an issue for most of us finding the time to do this stuff. So anyways, it's a really neat practice, a good way to get a little bit more variety and to make your actual breathing or meditation practice that more, much more meaningful by setting yourself up for better, uh, better breathing during it. Okay. Let's move on to thought number three. Breathing is philosophy, transforming emotions and living better lives. Quote, That's what the teachers depicted in the School of Athens once provided. They taught their students how to transform their emotions, how to cope with adversity, how to live the best possible lives. End quote. And that's Jules Evans from the book Philosophy for Life and Other Dangerous Situations. Awesome book title. Really, really good book. I'm almost through it. I read it a long time ago. I'm rereading it. Um, I think it was about seven years ago or six years ago I read it and I just picked it up and Start it again. Anyways, uh, so that sentence, though, uh, is exactly why I think breathing is the most direct path to practicing philosophy in our lives. Um, but we get two added bonuses with breathing, right? Breathing is also physiology. So that's the first one. It changes our body 
allowing us to actually transform our emotions instead of just thinking about it like we, we hear a lot of in philosophy, right? And then number two, there is no abstraction. Again, sometimes philosophical concepts are abstract, not with breathing. You just breathe, right? At preset patterns, like four seconds in and six seconds out or four, 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 box breathing. You see what works for you and then you just ignore the rest. You apply that in your life. So here's to being breathing philosophers, applying this stuff every day and using our breath to help us become the best versions of ourselves like those ancient philosophers were trying to do. And with that, I'll move on to thought number four, internal, external, and a gift of breathing exercises. So our body responds to slow breathing by interpreting the external environment as safe. Our body also responds to fast breathing by interpreting the external environment as dangerous. So I think this, uh, how our internal state influences how we perceive our external state reveals a gift of breathing exercises. They do not change our situation, right? But they do change how we interpret it, which in my opinion is just as powerful. So let's use it to our advantage. And with that, that is the four thoughts for this week. I'll move on to the one quote. Quote, the breath can command the brain and the brain can regulate our moods. This gives us a way to practically direct moods. End quote. And that is from Breathwalk again. I uh, just love that. And it goes perfectly with, with philosophy, with, uh, it, you know, controlling how we perceive our external environment. Our breath is that tool. All right. And then finally, the one answer, the category this week is our drive to breathe. And the answer is your drive to breathe comes from this portion of the brain, which monitors blood pH and sends a signal to breathe whenever carbon dioxide rises too high. What is the medulla oblongata? Always wanted to say that word, so I'm glad I got to. Uh, all right, thank you so much for listening. Remember the beautiful, elegant structure of the lungs uh, and try to apply that into your life a little bit more today. Remember to prime your breath. Add one, two, three minutes of just getting yourself ready um, so that you can enjoy your practice that much more, whether it's meditation, whether it's working out, anything really. It's just use that breath as a primer to get you in the right mood for whatever you are about to do. Remember that breathing is philosophy, right? It gives us a way to transform our emotions, to cope with adversity, to live a better life. And that's what real philosophy was all about. And that's what breathing does for us. And remember, a gift of breathing is that by changing our internal state, it helps us change how we interpret our external state. And so let's use that to our advantage this week. And I will see you next time. 